So there's a certain amount of discussion of what people are referring to as generational curses a lot lately in recent years. Um, and of course, way before that too, but this just comes up a lot and you see it on social media a whole lot as well. And it really gets me thinking because I think that we have a lot of potentially great things to learn from the idea of breaking generational curses. I think that's a good awareness. It really, really is. Uh, but I still think that we have some misconceptions and I just want to talk about that a little bit today. Now, in a previous episode, I mentioned about Gen Xers, which is me. I was born in 1975. So I'm Gen X, squarely in Gen X. And I was talking about how Gen Xers have been doing a lot of video rants and posts and everything online for a few years now. They're starting to kind of feel their age as they get into their mid 40s and early 50s. And they're starting to <laughs> make these rants about how they are, they're so much, you know, they, they don't, they, they're not impractical and stupid like Gen Z. They understand and they like to insult millennials even, but Gen Z especially, Gen Z is so dumb. And, and the main premise I made was that, as I kind of stated succinctly um, before was, congratulations, Gen Xer, you have, you know, enthusiastically and impassionedly made it clear that you know more about life than a 15 year old. Congrats, you should be proud of yourself. And that got me really, really thinking because what I do see a lot from my generation is whether online or in person, there is this romanticizing of how they were raised, presumably by boomer parents. There's this romanticizing about how they were raised being uh, superior and not being soft like modern parents, you understand. And it's just a complete, guys, it's a complete farce. And I'm gonna tell you why it's a complete farce today, okay? First of all, I'm gonna go into this with a lot of assumptions, but I am, I would like to preface it with the idea that, come on, anytime we say any type of widespread generalist assumption about an era, a group of people, a country, anything that's so large and broad, there's going to be too many variables to really make any kind of assertion that's accurate. There could be trends, of course, some are obvious, some are not, but we can't say that the boomers are a certain way and Gen X was a certain way and not have all kinds of counterexamples. We can't, we can't pretend that it's not varied because it is, it's hugely varied. Now, with that said, the thing is with the Gen Xers, my age, how do I put this nicely? I don't think I want to put it nicely, to be honest with you. <laughs> my generation, Gen X at, at our age now, 45, 50, 55 years old, is currently quasi obsessed with the idea that the way the boomers raised them which generally they will cite and refer to as being hard and tough and insensitive. Um, but you know, it was loving, but it was hard. And I got my ass beat and I couldn't get away with shit. And my dad was tough and my mom would beat my ass and throw the shit at me. And we, we learned the hard way. We didn't, we didn't disrespect. We learned our lessons. I am who I am today because of the way I was raised by the boomers. Really? So let's talk about that a minute. First of all, the idea that all of this is romanticized into something good. This is, you know, there's no way around. It's just abject brainwashing. It's not just from our parents. It's also from society, culture. It has the idea of discipline. We have the idea of like, 
you know, the, the tough old boomer dad who was loving, but still beat the shit out of you. Um, your mom who was harsh and critical and, and tough and never approved of anything you did, but she was just trying to teach you. You see, Gen Xers have this propensity towards complaining about their parents, but also holding them like putting them on a pedestal. It's a weird, in my opinion, sort of demented approach and perception that their parents were wonderful and they're dedicated to them and they appreciate them. And a lot of us don't have them. So we miss them. And our dad was so great. But at the same time, what a jerk. My mom was such a bitch. I never got approval from them. My dad beat my ass for anything, but we celebrate it because you know, these kids, Gen Xers love to also say now at our age that we had respect when we were kids. Our parents taught us respect and decency, which is the ultimate lie across the board because the vast majority of Gen Xers, we were probably more than previous generations, especially in the 20th century, we were probably more rebellious than anyone that came with us by, by quite a large margin. And this is one of the reasons we were given our name Gen X. We were supposed to be immoral. We were supposed to be uncaring. We we're the slacker generation. We don't understand morality according to the boomers. We don't understand decency. We don't understand hard work. We don't understand a lot of things. This is how we were labeled. And this is what we were told we were. And to a certain degree, we did a lot of that. We broke molds. We got away from the standard post-World War II idea of what America should be. And I can only speak towards America. I, I wasn't around in the other countries. Um, this idea that we were so moral and decent because of our parents, we were not, guys, we weren't. Gen X is legendarily problematic. <laughs> we, we rebelled against anything. What you rebelling against, what you got. That's what we were. Okay. Yes, we weren't the punk music generation, but we were grunge. Punk was angry. Grunge didn't give a shit. That's the general vibe. And so now we have Gen Xers who say that younger parents or maybe even Gen X parents are too soft. Parents have gotten too soft. And I'm just like, where is your amnesia? Gen X, because where was your amnesia in the 90s when you were presumably 15, 20 years old, something like that, um, maybe 25 if you were a little older Gen X? Where, where is your, what was it going on with this uh, selective amnesia where you forget that as long ago as the early to mid 90s, parents were labeled as too soft, which means we're talking about like the, the younger boomers who are just having kids in the late 80s, okay? They were already criticized. We already saw too nice parenting and this, this, this way too soft a parenting approach. We saw this in the 90s. And now you think what? It's worse suddenly? Okay, here's the actual fact for most of you that you don't want to hear. Okay, that you don't want to accept, I should say. If you're a Gen Xer who celebrates and romanticizes that your parents treated you like shit, basically, and were hard and harsh and critical and often violent at you, okay? What you're doing now by saying that the young kids are soft or young parents are soft is bitterness. That's all you're doing. You're bitter. What you really wanted was your parents to treat you with some, some kind of human decency. You wanted to be listened to. 
in certain ways. You wanted to be heard. You had an opinion that wasn't just shut up. I know best. You didn't get that. So you celebrate it now. And not only do you celebrate it and again romanticize it, you push it on to your kids. And this is what I'm talking about in the beginning of all this, the generational curse. There's a lot of them, a lot of concepts of that. But one thing that you're doing is you're taking all this bitterness that you claim made you to the person you are today. You claim all this made you who you are today and who you are today for the most part. I look around, I meet you, I talk to you for the most part. Gen Xers are a bunch of depressed, sad motherfuckers. So I don't buy into this idea that your parents were so great to you. So many of them is because they were hard on you. And because the parents today are too soft and Gen Z is going to ruin everything. Right. Okay. So what I hear from Gen X, I translate it all into we're all getting older and we're turning into our parents. And because everything seems fucked up on a lot of fronts in the world today and culture, we want to blame the youth because that's what our parents did to us. Now, do I need to spell out the irony of you blaming Gen Z the same exact way the boomers blame Gen X for everything, for the degradation of morality, for the lackluster approach to decency and, 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 and hard work? To the lack of focus on education, although Gen Z has more access to information by a huge factor, I don't even know, probably a factor of a thousand. Gen Z has more access to information than we ever did, and certainly more than the boomers. Now, what they do with that information varies a lot. But we think Gen Z is stupid and shallow and, and lame and soft, and they, they, they accept too many things, and they're too woke, and they're too this, and they're too that. Really? You mean exactly what everyone said about Gen X. And I know everybody had a different Gen X experience, and there's every Gen Z kid has a different experience. Very, very, they vary wildly. I, again, I go back to what I said earlier as well. I can't pretend that there aren't lots of variables here because there are. So I'm making assumptions. I'm speaking in assumptions. I'm, these generalities that I'm speaking in have to do with my sort of response to what I hear Gen Xers say, whether they post a video, whether they tell me in person, whether I read an article. And these copious amounts of complaints, as if somehow or another, we have it under control, or we did, or we do. Now we can thank our wonderful parents for what they did. It was, it was, it was hard, but that was taught me how to be who I am today. Hmm. I'm not going to lie. I'm not impressed by most of you. I'm not. I'm not impressed by myself. Gen X, we're still lost. We're still lost because for all the romanticizing of how we were raised, we, we were left, we were left behind on a lot of things because we were told to be, become boomers, whether it's our parents or just society in general. That's what we were told to do. Our problem was that we were not them. Our problem was that we didn't get it. Our problem was that we didn't conform. Our problem was that we didn't want to see their point of view. That was parenting mostly, not all, but mostly based on telling you what to do, telling you what to think, as opposed to not just parenting, but any type of human engagement should never be about here is what you should think. When you're trying to teach somebody, whether you're trying to teach a contemporary, another adult, some new skill, or a child, your own child or another one, the idea is here's not what to think, here's how to think. You want to teach someone an instrument? 
This is how you approach it. There's things I'm just going to tell you that I want you to practice until they become yourself. But I'm going to teach you how to think about the guitar, how to think and approach the instrument and music in general, not just do this. Because if I tell you just what to do, you're going to copy because that's what I'm telling you to do. And when you vary off the copy, I'm going to say, no, not that, what I showed you, not that, go back to what I showed you. And then you're going to copy. And then you're either going to conform and just become the guitarist that I am, or you're going to rebel against it. And then I'm going to blame everything on you. And that's what we're going to do now. The boomers blamed us. And we can argue all day long that the boomers emerged from the post-war baby boom, hence the name. And they, for the most part, were used to a certain amount of prosperity. Not all of them. Many people in this country, boomers, came from abject poverty. No question about it. And the further back you go in time, then your class and your race and your gender really made a big impact on the type of experience that you have. And I know that. Okay. But overall, when a country experiencing a general prosperity, whether it was, you know, inequitable or not, overall, there was a general prosperity. And there was an idea that hard work took, is just all it took. Hard work won World War II shit tons of hard work and basically endless resources really that's kind of what it amounts to i'm oversimplifying because it's a very complicated subject but that's what won world war ii and we kept pushing that idea so the silent generation our parents parents our grandparents um came from the world war ii generation and they they were the world war ii generation and they told their boomer kids hard work is all you need and in ipso facto the boomers told us that hard work is what you need and so when you see people joke, usually millennials, because Gen Z's are too young, but when you see millennials joke like, the fuck was I doing in 2008? I should have bought real estate in 2008 before all this. God, why was I fucking around in second grade? I should have just bought a house. Jeez. Yeah, because there is a little bit of that still going on. Um, the, the traces of the boomer idea of, oh, you just got to do this and follow this path and follow this approach and you'll be fine. And if you don't, well, you should have. You should have. So the world is not like it was 50 years ago. It's not like it was 100 years ago. But we know that. We acknowledge that the world is very different than the post-war world our parents grew up in as Gen Xers. We, we knew the world was very, very different. Look at the 80s. The 80s was an exercise in rebelling against the norm. Granted, so was the 60s and 70s, um, especially the 60s. But look at the 80s acutely. The 80s made campy and cheap and tacky and tasteless cool because it went against everything that a boomer parent or a boomer in general thought was appropriate and you know we, the kids themselves didn't create the fads i understand that but it did perpetuate them they made them cool and when you look back and see what's nostalgic about the 80s you see a lot of strange things man <laughs> And I think most Gen Xers can relate to the late 70s and, of course, the 80s is the heyday of the Gen Xer. And there isn't a whole lot of, um, there isn't a whole lot of, how can I put it, um, nostalgia is powerful, okay? So there isn't a whole lot I can tell you that will make certain certain observations about how we were raised and the type of messages that we were given as children in the 80s, both in media and culture and entertainment. There's a lot of great entertainment from that era. But 
I'm always hesitant to go here because there really was a certain amount of manipulation going on and attempts to meet kids where they were because the boomers acknowledged that Gen X was kind of crazy. And that's why you see these half-hearted, cringe-worthy attempts for boomer-generated media to try to hit and connect with Gen X. Now, older folks trying to connect with the gen younger generation has been a big thing forever, but as media and television you know, got bigger and bigger and bigger, it, they realized how important it was. But nothing is sadder than a 1984 commercial made by boomers trying to connect to 15-year-olds. Um, <laughs> it's so... It's so sad because they don't understand Gen Xers at all. When you see a lot of this, you see a lot of what boomers created with the idea of connecting to Gen X, you realize just how disconnected they were from us because we were really, really wanting to change things. We we knew what was before. It was well documented. And we knew we were all pushed the idea that hard work, hard work, hard work, and decency and morality. And you can expand on that further and say that some parents, um, you know, espouse certain religious views and political views and social views onto their kids as well. And so Gen X was given a lot of instructions and a lot of basically like assignments. This is what's right and this is what's wrong. And there are variables, of course. There are some parents who are not like this, but the vast majority of boomer parents was trying to espouse an idea to us, trying to push an agenda to us that they believed in because that's what they were told. I don't know any better, but from what I can tell, the silent generation pushed a lot of their thoughts and philosophies into the boomers and the boomers took it. And I think when you look at all kinds of statistics and you can look at them up, a lot of things fell off with Gen X. We were the beginning of, of that crumble, of that, that sort of shift in society and perception of how the world should work, how people should work, how social engagement should work, how governing should work, how morality should work. Gen X really made the biggest shift. I think um, someone who knows much, much more about, you know, modern human history would know um, what other shifts have happened. But the Gen X to the boomer to Gen X shift was profound, profound enough where I think that I even remember it happening because I remember just thinking to myself, wow, old people are really out of touch. Like really. And I figured that was pretty normal. But then experiencing my grandfather who grew up in my house um, with me when I was a kid along with my parents. My grandfather and my parents were not that different. Not that different. <laughs> but Gen X was markedly different. And of course, that exponential change continues. And now Gen X is kids are mostly Gen Z <laughs> and Gen Z is out there with a shit ton of information at their fingertips and with Gen X parents who are probably sending some form of mixed communication to them. Morality, decency, hard work, old school values, double, double, but then fuck the system. We're going to go and listen to our modern approaches to society. <laughs> you know, we can't be both guys. Gen Xers, we can't be both. We can't be the hyper progressive, but also extremely sort of closed in conservatives either. And we, I don't think we know when to, where that difference comes in. And we are confusing, I think, to a lot of Gen Z kids. But the main thing that we do, of course, is exactly what the boomers did to us, which is to tell Gen Z that you're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> like I said, the irony there is, is dripping and it's just saturated.
the idea that Gen Z doesn't know what they're doing yet is fucking true because Gen X didn't either. It's called youth. It's called lack of experience. That's it. That is it. You know, and the way you teach somebody, like I said, the way you teach somebody is to give them information and then hopefully some insight as to how to process fucking information into knowledge. And if you brought a kid into this world, if you brought a kid into this world and then you decide that you're bitter against them because they don't understand the world. Now as a kid, but fuck when you were a kid, you were a dumbass too and you rebelled too. Or you conform because you were beaten down to do it and you hated it. Don't give me that shit. Okay, it gets a little old listening to Gen X rant and rant and rant. All this held in, pent up rage for 30 years that Gen X couldn't say because our parents wouldn't let us. Now it's all coming out and we're attacking Gen Z for it. Man, let the kids be dumb, but show them, teach them. Okay, if they're your kids, I can teach them for sure. Teach them how life works. Teach them how to think. Teach them how to process what they want. They're not going to be like you. Making them into you is a mistake. It's exactly what the boomers did to you. Which is why most of you are just channeling your parents right now. You, you, <laughs> some of these videos that I see Gen Xers say, like, it sounds like a 78-year-old man ranting about, back in my day, Jesus Christ. Gen X, is that what we've come? Is that what, what we worked so hard for? Is that what we were actually doing? Waiting 35 years so then we can rant like an old man? Like we can rant like a boomer? Really? Somewhere between, you know, the actual form of soft parenting, the actual form of irresponsible parenting, where we don't actually guide children. It happens, obviously, a lot. Okay, somewhere between that and this hardcore old school boomer way of harsh parenting somewhere in the middle is the real answer, but it should not be devoid of human decency. Now, I'm sure if you're listening to this and you're 20 minutes and you're thinking, who the fuck are you, Nino? Do you have kids? Are you Mr. Perfect Parent? Do you just know so well? <laughs> Hell no. I have kids. I sure do. Yep. And as of this recording, they're 19, almost 18 and 14. And have I made mistakes with them? Hell yeah. Did I first start when I had my youngest? Did I first start with a couple of toddlers and then channel a lot of old school traditional ideas? Some, yeah, mm -hmm, I did. And it occurred to me very, very quickly that I felt like a hypocrite. It occurred to me very, very quickly that they were miserable. And I started realizing this is actually harder than I thought because see, pummeling some human being, pummeling their psyche down until they become what you want them to become to force a behavior onto them is hard. But what's much harder is trying to guide someone who's going to be their own individual person, but still guide them within some kind of parameters, letting them know that don't work or I can't allow that. Just like when, if you have a fucking little puppy, you know, and the puppy's like, I'm gonna jump off the roof. You're gonna stop the puppy because that'll kill them. You have to show them the parameters and the boundaries of where things are both literally like jumping off roofs, <laughs> but also how life tends to work. But if you don't arm them with actual knowledge or actual ideas, how to think and how to process, what you're doing is you're putting your philosophies, your behaviors, you're making them into you and saying, good luck, fucker. And let me ask you a question. Do you have it all under control? Hmm? Do you feel completely solid? Do you understand the world? Are you confident and ready? Probably more than when you were 14, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're not completely 
100% sure of how you're doing things. So don't tell your kids how to do it. You don't even know. Showing vulnerability, like George Carlin says, uh, <laughs> bullshit's everywhere. And parents uh, don't want to, you know, undermine their own bullshit. So they don't show vulnerability to kids. And that's true. You don't want to show that you made a mistake. You don't want to talk about the stuff that you did. Everything is, I mean, just like the boomers, it's hypocritical as hell. You know, boomer philosophy, <laughs> in a funny way, I guess you could say it's funny, um, is tell your five-year-old to go downstairs, um, you know, when you've lived in an apartment building, go tell your five-year-old in 1953 to go downstairs with a quarter and go buy a pack of cigarettes for you. And then when you come back upstairs, the five-year-old will open the pack for you and hand it to you and, and even light it for you. Hell, I don't know. But fuck, if that five-year-old turns 12 and get caught with a cigarette, what are you doing? The hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Cigarettes notwithstanding. And the age thing about cigarettes is hilarious or alcohol. Um, I mean, that's another that's another episode. We're going to talk about, you know, what we do with our own bodies and chemicals and mind-altering mind things and all that. Another subject. But the idea that we have this double standard for our kids because, well, they're just kids. They don't understand. You can figure it out when you're older. I'll tell you when you're older. Da, 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 da. So we give them baby talk when they're babies. And then we're assholes to them when they get a little bit older. And then when they're teenagers, we fight with them and we tell them they're stupid. That's what boomers did to us. Is that what you want? Is that the generational curse you want to keep going? Is that what you're looking forward to? Because then, see, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, hopefully most Gen Xers will still be alive. 30 years from now, the world, let's say it's worse. We What we'll do, what we'll do as old people, as the new boomers, what do we do? We'll say, damn kids, fucked everything up. <laughs> Did they? Or the Gen, Gen Z that is inheriting the world that we currently control. They are inheriting the world. And when they mess it up, according to us, it's their fault. Not the people who created them, who nurtured them, who taught them. Not the people who forced our philosophies on them. No, it's not our fault. We created them. We taught them. We raised them, but if the world gets screwed up, it's their fault because we know better. Old school ways were the best. These soft kids, these woke kids don't get it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to close this one out. Those soft ass woke kids that you criticize all the time, they're our fucking salvation. Because as I look around, I see a lot of wonderful Gen Xers, but I don't see enough. I see plenty who have made this world a worse place channeling not only boomer ideas, but new and wicked, terrible ideas. Gen X is confused, and we channeled that confusion into what? It's some kind of new architecture of, of morality and decency and governing? Is that what we did? You know what? I don't see enough Gen Xers that I feel confident enough in saying that I'm glad we run things. I am ready to turn it over to Gen Z. I'm a little concerned about some of the parenting that you guys have done, if I'm honest. <laughs> I'm concerned about my parenting hell. <laughs> but I think Gen Z has enough information at their fingertips. Information, not knowledge. They have enough information at their fingertips to look up our claims and call us out on our bullshit. And although there's plenty of idiotic Gen Z kids, because for lots of different reasons, there's a lot of genius ones. There's a lot of brilliant ones. So before you just make another video about... Listen here, young man, you don't understand. Shut up. Shut up. 
What are you doing? You have not arrived as some kind of universal standard of humanity because you're 48 years old and bitter. You are not a standard. You are a 48-year-old. That's all. That's it. You can do things in this world that are good and productive and wonderful and exciting and creative. Or you can do useless and damaging and negative things to the world. You do not get a card of any kind for being in any type of group. You do not get a past. You do not get anything. Gen X isn't a thing. Gen Z isn't a thing. Boomers aren't a thing. It is a constant fluid of evolution of humanity. And you want to labor yourself and put yourself into these sort of compartmentalized things and say, I know better because I'm attached to this group and they don't know any better because they're not attached to that group. And even worse, it was better when I was a kid because of the group previous to me taught me X, Y, Z. It just doesn't make any sense. There's more to life than this. And this compartmentalization and this idea that we kind of like separate ourselves into these little mini cults of belief systems and attitudes and approaches and moralities. This is a core problem, I think, that keeps us from evolving further up into an advanced, a lot of philosophies on this, but can humanity evolve into a, a community of humans that's still individualist, but with a rational and reasonable, logical approach to the whole. Okay, we're not communal. We're not living for the tribe like thousands of years ago. We are in an individualist point in our evolution that's still very undisciplined. So we can get there. But humanity, the next step of humanity is Gen Z. They're going to make mistakes. We did too. They're going to do awesome things. We did too. We still can. But if you write them off and think you have all your answers and romanticize the cruelty you experienced as a kid, we're not going to get anywhere. Have some faith. Believe it or not, as negative as it sounds, have some faith. In Gen X, you are not washed up. You are not done. You're 45, 55, 50 years old, whatever. You are not done. There's a lot you can still do. Okay? So you can turn anything around that, that's stuck. You're not old and washed up. That's not what Gen X was ever about. Okay? We don't expect to retire at 65. Those ideas are all gone. We are in a new era of modern human culture, at least in this country. It's very different in other countries too. Okay? So have some faith in you. Have some faith in Gen Z, whether you have kids or not. Okay? Some are going to make stupid mistakes, but like it or not, they are your future.